So, so who knows? That can technically happen. Yep, I'm aware. So that's why you gotta like ease into things. Like I told him the other day, I was like, all right, I heard a scientific guy say that like there's no real difference between diet soda and water. Like in terms of like in terms of like uh, benefits, uh, like and pros cons, like like there's no like there's things that like are working against I'm you. I'm making faces. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Like, so, like there's like aspartame, artificial sweeteners, all that stuff. Uh huh. But if you're trying to get healthy, like 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 someone who drinks diet soda versus someone sure, that, someone who drinks pure sugar, which is poison. Yep. And more addictive than cocaine. And heroin. And heroin. Yep. Switching to not that yep. is a positive. Yep. So, like, yeah. Uh, Equating that to water is a bit beyond the pale. Well, uh, it was, you know, Huberman? No. Okay. Andrew Huberman is like one of those um, uh, super nerds. Like, okay. he's a jacked nerd that used to be a like a skateboarder like has like a punk rock ethos about him but he's a professor at Stanford and, he, right. and he goes through these scientific studies and he measures out like he's one of those guys that's like all right there's a lot of data out there how do we parse through it he's one of those guys and they said that someone who only drinks water in terms of like trying to be the healthiest version, the person who purely drinks water is not as healthy as like the person that gets, because like water doesn't give you, like don't get me wrong, water is not bad for you, but it doesn't give you. It's water. Yeah, it, it doesn't give you anything. I, it, it, for hydration, like they say, like. Uh, it gives you water. Yeah, it gives you water. So, uh, well, anyway. I, like I drink Monster. I know what's in Monster. Yeah. B12. Yep. Uh, Vitamin C. Caffeine. Caffeine. Yep. Um, pretty sure it has the you know the taurine and the whatnot and the yep. blah 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 blah. I have a billion percent more per day of those things. Yeah. Than I probably should. Yep. However, water doesn't give you those things. Exactly. So, but like uh, uh, the other thing too is like. Uh, I can't remember now. Is it B12 or B6 that... Uh, B12, monster? I think, is the one. It could have B6 B12, B12 as well. B12 is the one, but I don't remember what Monster has. It could be B6. I, you know what? There's so many energy drinks out there, I could be confusing it with other ones, too. Yeah. Because, like, I know, what is it, Bang or whatever? It has, like, Co CoQ10 or whatever, which I don't know if that's the actual case. I'm just like... Uh, I don't know. I don't care. I don't drink energy drinks. All I, do, I, know I, will, is I do drink soda on occasion, but... There was one time where I drank nine monsters in one night. Actually, plus, nine plus monsters Did you even sleep night. the next day? Oh, I slept like a baby. I don't... Uh, from me, a, from me a caffeine, crash or...? Me and caffeine are, are, are very strange. Okay. You're out of here. But, um... Didn't... Didn't have heart palpitations. Didn't feel horrible. I felt pretty normal. Yeah. Um, I had... Did you have psychic powers for a quick second? I mean, no. Could you I see went the around. Future? I went around telling people I lost five pounds. That, <laughs> that wasn't true. Um, I had what was it? I was like I had one monster in the morning, and then I went and tried bang. So I got two bangs at the, at the gas station. 
for you know a work day. I know, but like I'm trying to think of, in my head like what the difference is like in terms of it's like monster like you might be having a tolerance for it, but like how did the bang affect you? I felt like I was going to die. Really? Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Because I, I usually have like three monsters in a work day. Yeah. That's normal. I have less, I have more. Well, I feel like Monster and Red Bull are like sort of like the, the 200 milligrams of caffeine crowd, but I don't know if I. I, I... Um, a Monster is 140. Okay. Well, the ones that I have. Here's the coffee ones, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I drink the white ones, so yeah. they're the zero the, the calories, sugar free, zero yeah. carbs. Yep. Uh, well, they're not zero carbs, they're like four or six carbs. Okay. And, um, yeah, I had two bangs, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to die. Yeah. Because I think bang might have 300. If I, off the top I, of my head. I had nine plus monsters one day in one sitting. That is over a gram of caffeine. Yes. If each one of them had 140 milligrams, mm-hmm. then yes. Okay. Well, it's also like, um, it's funny, like, because, like, how many of the, like, the spike seltzers have you tried uh, over the years? I generally don't drink them. Okay, so the spike seltzers range from, like, your malt you, you beverages? Might, you might remember, I, when I had, uh, like, a Mike's Hard lemonade one time, my three stomach. Three and spicy thigh. Did I say that again? Spicy thigh and three. Yep, uh, right here, do you want to try one? Sure. Here, bust out plates. We got little plates for some reason. Yep. We'll make, we'll make it this reason. Um, but no, there's something about those, like, Mike's Hard that just kills me. Pepper garlic is hot. Wait, did you say garlic? Lemon pepper garlic? Lemon pepper garlic. Got it, got it. Thank you. This is not bad, but it's not... It has a spice to it, but it's not... What is it? Harissa? Oh, yeah, which um, I saw it. I've never heard of it. I also never heard of it. But it's good. It has like a um, like a chili paste to it, like a peppery. Like it's a, like a it's a low burn. But okay. uh, Thank you. Uh, so, all right, walk me through. Like, how'd you come off the Bang Energy? Did you, did you ever try it again? I just, I I also just don't like Bang. It doesn't taste great. Mm-hmm. I've gone through most of the of the flavors of Monster. And the, my, the the best one is by far the White Monster. Yeah. Because it just has that kind of mellow, mm-hmm. lemon-lime kind of flavor to it. Everybody I know drinks those. Um, There's a reason. Yeah, because... They're the easiest to drink. They're the, yeah, exactly. Well, the Coffee Monster is the Java one. First time I had one of those, it was for. All right, how's everything? So, did they just get dropped? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, I had one for the Tough Mudder, and boy, that helped. How's that? Here's a bumper. Right, thank you. So, so, then I tried having one of those for a 5K. It helped, but not the good kind. Like I was too jittery afterwards. I, I like the monster that I had was the perfect amount of energy for 12 miles because I was exhausted. But at a certain once you get past the, like the three quarters mark of like a, something like that, uh-huh. you're basically uh, in soul stealing mode. <laughs> like when you you look around and every person that's lying down that's just taking a seat is like, well, I'm stealing your soul. You're not using it right now. I'm taking your energy. 
And I'm just gonna keep going, one foot in front of the other. Because if I stop, I'm not uh, like getting up uh, anytime soon. So that was just uh, like, that was an experience. Mm. In my long affiliation with caffeine, I've found that you need to eat something if you're going to make a dose on caffeine. Yeah. Or you just, it, it's just not great. The other day, because uh, I, I try to fast at least while I'm at work, mm -hmm. I fail almost all the time. Mm -hmm. I usually go grab jerky or something. But um, I managed to not bolt out the door when the when the uh, when breaks uh, started and I went the whole day the whole work day I fasted the whole day and I'm sitting there I've got my pen and I cannot hold my pen straight I can bear I can't even write I'm like that's not good yeah and like I've had four monsters today and nothing to eat dude <laughs> so I try to intermittent fast. Mm. I try not to eat before 10 o'clock. I also try to keep it small. I try to have a banana, an apple. I try to have a salad. I try to uh, like limit the like the processed food I'm eating. So I'm not eat, I'm not doing fast food. I'm not, like, but I want to eat something with more fiber than a banana. Yeah. Wow. Like, as a first meal of the day that's going to try and hold me over for a couple hours. Probably not the best option. Probably not the best option, but you know what? Like, like I, I bought grapes the other day. Okay. Like, I'm looking at the thing, and I was like, all right, $2.49 for grapes. Okay, perfect. I get to the register. If you want to eat berries yep. or fruit, if you want to eat fruit, go for berries. Yep. Do, like, strawberries blueberries, yep. stuff like that. Well, I didn't realize grapes were sold by the pounds. So that bag I picked up, it was seven dollars. Yeah. And that's that was on sale. Little, that's why there's a little scale mm -hmm. in the produce. Well, anyway. Dude, try these, by the way. The the sweet uh, Thai coconut or whatever the hell I got. Okay. That is delicious. So, point of, point of fact, my dad is looking like it could, it's looking like it's gonna be good. Might get discharged tomorrow, but you kind of have to. He's gonna have to make some lifestyle changes, and it's as simple as that. And that's gonna be tough because the man is stubborn as hell. He has gallbladder take, taken out, and he still went to McDonald's the next day. And I was like, how do you get out of McDonald's, out, out of the hospital the next day? As soon as he got out of the hospital, like, oh. you're like, it's like, hey, you can't have fast food anymore. You're not, your system's not built for it. Okay. So, uh, did you watch any of uh, Fall of the House of Usher? No. I did. Okay. You want to hear about it? Sure. I've heard somebody mention that. I'm going to try one of these weird ones. 
feel free to take it from mine. Sure. It's good. I mean, like I said, it's like the, the flavor is there, but it's just like low burn. It's not in your face hot. I'm having trouble discerning any flavor from this. Really? Yeah. I don't know. The, I'm picking up the the tomatoes, the the tomato sauce, the peppers, all that stuff. Like, okay. Like it's not a high heat wing, but it is like it's got a burn to it. I don't any burn from this. Mm. Maybe I'm still feeling the burn from the spicy wings. Yeah, you can't go uh, down. You gotta like this is this is way milder compared to here. Let me compare. My palate cleanse. Oh yeah, this has much more acidity and much more of a heat. Like if you don't like buffalo wings, this is the flavor I would go with the Harissa. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not. Still doing good. Yeah. Here we go. Is this your first time here? I think we were here once. Oh, okay. But we probably a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad uh, you're enjoying. I feel like I was here when they, you guys had a hundred flavors of wings. Yeah. So we used to, and uh, <laughs> just worked their way up. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I'm trying, trying one of those. What do they? What do you call them? Arisas? Yeah. Trouble. It's not as spicy as regular buffalo. So I, I, but he had one of these first before this one. So he doesn't notice it. This one? Oh yeah. Yeah. But this, I like this one. It's like. Yeah, I can't do. I can't. Like the mild ones here, like which is supposed to be the least hot. I prefer. Really? How, how are you with this one? Because I feel I've never like had you might like this one because he's saying it's not hot enough. No. And I, like this well, one's not hot at all to me. Well, I, I can tell that there's a, like a low like burn to it. It's not like it, yeah. it's not like a I'll full mouth. Huh? I actually just started working here mm. in August, so I'm trying I'm trying to work my way up to trying them all now. Well, uh, one a week. I think you could do it in uh, six years. So well, I work almost every day, so I could do one. Uh, that's so much an eye. I'd be winged out. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Do you care about spoilers or? I don't even know what this show is. I just heard somebody mention Usher, and I thought they were talking about some old Usher show. All right. So, every year, Netflix and Mike Flanagan put together a show. I'm going to. I want to do a palate cleanser with the soda. It's like garlic bread on a wing. Yep. So, uh, every year, Mike Flanagan does a Netflix show. He did Midnight Mass. He did uh, oh, Turning yeah. of the Screw. And he did... Fly uh, 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 Manor. Fly Manor and Hill House. Hill House is the best one. I can never remember if it's Hill House or Bly Manor is the one that I've seen. One of them I've seen. Was there a lot of was, British accents? There was a lot of ghosts. If there was a lot of ghosts, it was probably uh, Hill House. Because like, there was a lot of like in-the-background stuff that like you don't realize until later. <clears throat> like Some people caught all 37 of them, uh -huh. but I caught a couple, not all of them. 
So I saw that, and it was fantastic. Yes. Until the ending. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Midnight Mass. Yep. It was fantastic until the ending. Uh, okay, so they did something that really annoyed me in episode one. Like they kind of like revealed that like all the people that you're watching don't make it. But the that was an annoyance. Uh, the other criticism I have of it is that there's two writers. There's Mike Flanagan and Netflix, yeah. and then there's Edgar Allan Poe. Because there's a lot of Edgar Allan Poe poetry and short stories that are just like lifted straight through, and it's done great. The blending is pretty good. However, like there's a lot of references, and there's a lot of deep cuts too. Like there's one character that's named after like one of Poe's critics. That was uh, just like, like we remember Edgar Allan Poe's name, but we don't necessarily remember that guy, who was like one of his like uh, early publishers. Uh, but the, the, but just so many good deep cut Poe stuff, and it was really, really good. However, the stuff that Mike Flanagan wrote, I'll give him a little bit of leeway in that he's not Edgar Allan Poe good because you're up against that guy, and then you have to come up with a couple monologues, and not all of them hit the mark. Uh, but there's a one really good one that, um, like, remember um, um, J.K. Simmons in Portal 2? Uh, I forget the guy's name, but you remember his lemons speech? Yeah. When life gives you lemons, you don't make lemonade. You turn the lemons into acid, you make them into kerosene, you no, burn the motherfucker's house down. You demand life take the lemons back. Yeah. Burn life's house down with the lemons. Yep. I don't need your stinking lemons. You're right, Jake. This is pretty good. Oh, so good. So, this, the the main character, Roderick Usher, which, uh, if you're a big Poe reader, which I I read a I'm whole not. I read a whole bunch of his short stories as a kid, like so. I guess I know the the, the Raven. Well. <sighs> I actually reread a bunch of them just to like, like get like a like an adult perspective on it, and the it was interesting going back to it. But it was like, oh, this is why I have like a soft spot for goth chicks or whatever. So anyway, uh, the there's a couple uh, monologues that the characters have that are like modern, like that you did, but. There's this like real pervasive eat the rich trope going on, and it's also the, the, you can you can see the scenes. Like there's stuff that you like not shoehorned, but because uh, the the whole concept is that Roderick Usher uh, takes over a company called Fortunato Pharmaceuticals. And they come up with a drug called Ligodone. And Ligodone is the new uh, time-released uh, morphine. It's the time-released opiate. So this is the family that created the uh, opiate crisis in America in the Netflix show. And like, it plays well with the Poe stuff uh, that they use. However, it's nice. Like, you could tell that, like, that, like, like I feel like like four or five years ago that like all the writers got together and had a secret meeting. It's like, all right, who do we hate? Rich people. What do we hate? AI. That's just that. That's Hollywood. That is, but 
I was just doing all the math of like people that have like an AI villain or a algorithm villain or like a rich billionaire, which rich billionaire isn't new. No. <clears throat> you can, um, I forget who it was. It was one director, some old director that won like a Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, yeah. Oscar something or other. He was honored at the Oscars. Yeah. And the reason he never won an Oscar is because he was not a communist. And all the communists in Hollywood denied him an Oscar. Are you talking about Elliot Kazan? I don't know. Did he direct On the Waterfront? Could have been. Razorfist is a really good video on this. Um, and Razorfist shows when um, he's getting the Lifetime Achievement Award, they pan, you know, it pans to the Ian audience. Ian didn't clap? So many people didn't clap. They were just, it was like a standing ovation. The whole crowd, except for all these people who were sitting and not clapping. Yeah. We were like, just like, communist, 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 communist. Mm -hmm. Great video by Razor Fist. Mm -hmm. I think I know what you're talking about. That guy was also one of the dudes that gave names at the hearings. <laughs> so... Part of the reason why some of the people didn't clap, I mean, other than being communist, was like, oh, this rat fink got the, finally got an award. Like, enough people died off that, like, uh, enough people didn't say uh, no. Right. So, what is the plot of this show is that they make the drug? Sort of. The plot of the show is the two Usher twins, Madeline and uh, Roderick, make a deal with the devil in 1980. Literally? Not literally, but the there's this like one of the features of like, of, like Poe's work was like, um, like did you ever read um uh, uh, damn it, I don't, I forget the name of it, but like the main character's name was Toby Dammit. And I was like, so it's like, I'll bet the devil in my head I, I could do this. I'll bet the devil in my head I could do that. So one day. Did he go down to Georgia and win a gold violin? Sort of. Pretty close. <clears throat> so he was like, I could, I bet the devil in my head that I could jump across this bridge and uh, clear it. Uh, without touching the the floor or the road, so an old man shows up and says, "I'll take your bet." So Toby goes out to the bridge and gets a running start. And he doesn't realize that there's a wire on the bridge uh, over the under the trussle. So as he's running, he jumps, gets all the speed he possibly can, and his, cuts off his head, and the old man catches it and runs off. So the moral of the story is, don't bet the devil your head. Uh, and that, like, like one of the, uh, that's actually one of the characters' names in the show, Toby. And it's, the character says, Toby, damn it, like, uh, stop doing that, or Toby, damn it, like, where's that thing? So, Bobby? So, uh, the plot of the show is they're getting, uh, 
investigated by the prosecutor, uh, Prosecutor Dupont. Dupont is the purloined letter and um, uh, uh, murder in the Moo Morgue, or Moo Morgue, I believe. So, uh, so he like the whole family is being sued by the United States government, and uh, he says out loud, "There is a mole in the family that we are protecting, that we uh, will give states evidence." So Roderick says to his children, $50 million. Whoever finds me the mole gets $50 million. So it kicks off this like search for the mole. Uh, and then, uh, so first episode, Roderick and DuPont are in an old abandoned house that's like aging and about to fall apart. And he's telling him the story of like, like search for the mole, how all these kids just start dying. Because every episode, one kid dies. And they're all Poe stories, like lifted heavily and made to work. And there's this mysterious character that's like always around when the kids are dying. And like, th like the person that made the deal with Roderick and Madeline is that person, which Carla Gugino, she plays a really good devil. So it could it could be devil, it could be God, it could be death. Jesus, all knowing, like Jesus. Um, Force that she's this uh, force of nature that like doesn't seem good or bad, but always ends up killing, and also has like a uh, a presentation about herself. So it's not as good as Hill House, but I really enjoyed it more than Midnight Mass or uh, Bly Manor. But. I'm trying to think of something else. You watch any new shows? I started some of uh, this season's anime. Mm -hmm. Watching some of um, the, the new season of Eminence and Shadow. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. It's edgy. Or edgy, not edgy, edgy. Is it etchy as well? Mm, a little bit. Okay. And it's fantastic. It's so dumb. In one of the first episodes of the season, um, he goes to this one city and there's like a vampire crisis because the, the moon has turned like blood moon. Mm -hmm. He's walking around and there, there's this like blade chick. I mean blade, blade. Mm -hmm. So she's like a vampire, vampire hunter. Yep. And she starts telling all this, like, the blood moon, the, the moon, the moon is red. And it's like standing there listening to her, just in awe. It's like, uh, the frenzy has begun. She's just saying all of this edgy, edgelord shit. And he's just standing there listening to her. Yeah. And he's just like, oh my god, that's so cool. Throughout the whole episode, the only things he says are the couple edgy things that she said when he saw her that one time. Mm -hmm. He goes and he, he like he fights these two uh, underground uh, or, uh, under boss. Under, what? I don't. They rule the crime lords. He's he, he's like fighting with these these two crime lords. All he's saying is like the moon is red, <laughs> and they they like. 
don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but they like infer stuff from it. It's so dumb. It's so funny. I love it. Um, his sister gets um, this like uh, cursed blood power in her left hand, and at the end of the episode, she's going on about like I have this dark power in my hand. And he's like, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> But play so straight. There's a show I want to track down. Have you heard of this one? I think it's called Plunderer. Maybe describe it a little bit. I only saw one clip, but it was like it caught my attention. <laughs> so it's like a fantasy setting. Um, there's a kid, and like uh, all the castle help are being held at gunpoint. Okay. So, like the the one guy is like, "Don't worry, kid. Everything's gonna be okay. We're we're gonna, we're gonna get through this." Bad guy flies off. She has like a jetpack or something. All of a sudden, she turns around. The the guys that had the guns on the kid are all blood stains on the ground. It's like, okay, that's interesting. So all of a sudden, all the the bad guys just start exploding into red mist. Turns out the guy that was on the ground, this kid, everything's gonna be okay. He's like a really strong fighter dude or something. Like, I think it's called Plunderer. It's like, uh, I saw it on Instagram. Uh, I was like, okay, you have my attention. I don't know, track down an episode, see where I can find it at, and then watch it. Because it could entirely suck. But, like, like I said, like that was a good clip like the other one that I saw like do you ever watch Redline oh yeah I have a problem with, with the soundtrack to Redline uh, really I heard it was a, a it was a techno soundtrack correct yes what, was it distracting or was it just uh, no I have a problem with listening to the soundtrack while I'm driving <laughs> It's like Sammy Hagar, I can't drive 55, it's blasting. And then you're doing 90 miles an hour to 100. I fucking love the Yellow Line track. It is by far the best track in the whole thing. Do you remember, uh, you remember Robin? I believe so. Um, yeah, she went down to Virginia, right? Uh, I don't know. If it's the one I'm thinking of, yeah. Dark hair. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the song came on once we were in the car. Yeah. And I had this thing with her where I said, you can skip any song you want. But not this one. No, no. You can skip any song you want as long as we wait till we get to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. If you still don't like the song when we get to the lyrics, skip the song. Okay. So Yellow Line came on. Do you know the lyrics in Yellow Line? Nope. At uh, minute seven, I think it is, of this eight-minute song, there's some backup singers that go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's the, when the lyrics kick in. Those are the lyrics. The only lyrics. So we listen to seven minutes of Yellow Line. <laughs> We're like, the lyrics are coming. 
Speaking of Robin, I did start watching a new show. Check it for you. Robin Hood. What, sh what one? There's so many. It's spelt with a Y. Robin Hood is the sh a show about these um, jobless urchins who live in this tower block on the corner of Sherwood and Forest. And there's this rich guy who looks a lot like Charles Bronson. Mm -hmm. Charles Bronson? The rich guy, the version of Bubble Guy. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Like Charles Bronson, I don't think that's his name. I don't think it's his name either. It's something like that. Branson, Branson. Something Branson. Something, Br Br Char not, it's either Charles Branson or uh, Richard Branson. Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah. This rich guy who looks like Richard Branson wants to buy the tower because it's full of homeless, uh, not homeless people, by definition. It's full of these unemployed, layabout criminals. And he wants to have, he wants to buy it so that a bunch of like, you know, young professionals can move in and enrich the area. This is the villain. Mm -hmm. Ridley Scott almost did a Robin Hood. I think he did do a Robin Hood, but um, the premise being, like, uh, Prince John wants to raise taxes to pay for the war or something, whatever it is. His name is John Prince. Okay. So, the, the issue being that um, that like the whole thing that I don't know if Ridley Scott did this or if he did something similar or whatever but the idea was like the hero of the story is this sheriff where he is told by his uh, royal that he has to do this he has to do that and then because of the system he is like ordained by God to be in charge and because like in the end like his way of doing things is a fair way of doing things and then these Robin Hood guys are causing disorder and causing harm to the people that pay taxes like because uh, like all these rich people that pay taxes are getting stolen from uh -huh. and I don't know if he actually made this movie however not the first person to you're, like uh, you're not the first person to uh, say this out loud no The story of Robin Hood, the actual story of Robin Hood, is that Prince John was taking everything from the peasantry. Yeah. And Robin of Loxley, who is a noble, yeah. posed as a bandit and robbed the tax collector and gave the money back to the people who were overly taxed. Yep. This is a show about an independent, wealthy man yep. who wants to... Still working, to... doing good? Yep. Okay. 
who wants to buy a building. Yep. Not steal it, buy it. Yeah. To enrich the area. Because there's a bunch of criminals living there. Yep. This Robin Hood is a rapper, a, 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 a black rapper chick, who... The first episode starts with them breaking and entering, and then running from the cops. So, is this an animated show, or is this a... Live action, Canadian-funded show. Well, if you really... Well... Uh, back to the fall of the House of Usher. There's a strong, pervasive, eat the rich uh, theme going on. There's a sign. There's a fucking picket sign that says feed the poor, feed, feed the people. Not the poor, feed the people. Eat the rich. In the first 15 minutes of the show. By the way, this rent-controlled Everybody here is poor. Apartment block. The apartments look like the, the apartment of friends. <laughs> they live in million-dollar apartments. Yep. And they're poor. Uh-huh. They get their eggs from the lady upstairs that has chickens. How you keep chickens in an apartment complex without them being sickly and dying, I don't know. You need to spend a lot of money to keep chickens in that environment healthy. Yep. But they're all poor. They're the so it's a mom, Robin, and Robin's sister. Robin doesn't have a job. Yep. She basically does Uber Eats type shit, where she just runs packages and makes these terrible music videos. Speaking of music videos, let's talk about the director. Mm-hmm. The director's name is Director X. I know his stuff. This is a Director X production. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. It's a, uh, a Boat Rocker production. <laughs> boat Rockers get another person's name. <laughs> Director X is an insane person. Mm-hmm. He mostly did music videos, and apparently his music videos were well-received, I guess, because he's done a lot of them, and I've never seen mm-hmm. one of them. But if this show is I any... I couldn't tell you which ones, but I have seen his stuff. If this show is any indication, then he's terrible, because a lot of the show is them shooting their little music videos for their rap videos that they upload to YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's abysmal. It's absolutely atrocious. I I, I don't have enough words to, descri- to, to, to keep talking about how bad the music is. And you're just subjected to it most of the episode. Um, it's just... It's such a fascinating show. Because it's just... Every bad black stereotype as like the hero well the, the, the mom has a condom jar <laughs> episode one she's like oh where have you been all all night I just refilled the condom jar if you need to re-up to her daughter uh, alright 
It's the new hotness in the critic community because it's so fucking fun. Well, here's the problem though. For whatever reason, like, uh, did you watch the, they clone Tyrone at all? No. Oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. You know how IMDb has a ratings system? Don't tell me they turned it off for this one. No, they didn't turn it off. Oh, by the way, this is a Canadian tax-funded show. Yep. The Canadian taxpayers paid for this show. Mm-hmm. You can only view it if you're in Canada. Was it on Pop TV or something like that? I don't know what it's called. Um, direct your ex on Twitter to somebody who said, oh, I have to be in Canada to watch this. Director X says, well, I guess it's time for a VPN. <laughs> well, I don't blame him for saying well, that. Yeah, but... yeah, you want more people. You want everybody to be able to watch your shit. So on IMDb, you rate something from 1 to 10. Yeah. Not 0 to 10. 1 to 10. That's yeah. important. Because I've never seen a show get a 1. Oh. On IMDb. Oh, the actual user rating is a one. The user rating is one. Well, IMDb is interesting because IMDb's rating system. It, it does the, the box plot. I know, but he, but here's what I'm saying though. In terms of um, anything above a five, is a good movie. But no, here's hear me out. Hear me out. Anything above a five, because I think there's some pretty good movies on there that it, like either got trolled by like people just saying it was mid, or but. Anything that's at one or ten is must-watch TV or must-watch because uh, it's either going to be so good it's bad or this is the greatest thing of all time. Right. Because I don't think anything gets tens on IMDb. No, probably not. Um, but no, it managed to get a one on IMDb. And it's not like ten people voted one. It's got a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. So then Director X complained on Twitter that people outside of Canada were watching his show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's VPN time, unless you don't like it. Ah, oh, man, this show, man. Well, there's... Hold on. There, so... Uh, Little John pops up in, in, in the first episode. Yeah. He's like this military, uh, uh, you know, he's like a reserve. I, I don't know if he's a reservist or he just got out or whatever. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't come on. A, he's not wearing any kind of Canadian military fatigues. Yep. It's not specified where the show takes place. Could I get it? What's the main skirt brewing? Man skirt. Oh, we don't oh. have man skirt. Okay. Can you By the way, I'm going fucking blind. How blind? <laughs> I thought that said main skirt. Okay, I was gonna, I was going to be curious for a second. Uh, uh, my, my reading glasses are becoming more my glasses. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Dude, I gotta figure out this sauce. I know it's hoisin and like garlic and. Like, it's a really interesting barbecue sauce. But it's hoisin. Like, hoisin is the base, and then. It's like um, oyster or something? Maybe. Uh, and it's like a, you get it in a jar, it's like a big in Korean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what's in it. 
So I think it's like um, coconut, poison, and then I uh, forget what else was on the thing. Ah. Anyway. So you got this big guy yeah. military fatigues. Well, no. Quote, unquote, military fatigues. It, it looks like they got it from Walmart. Because there's nothing on them. It's just camo. Well, the, the problem is, like, you don't want it to be identifiable because... Like, it's like, well, that's an American thing right there. You want to either make it so... It looks Walmart. Yeah, that's a bad problem. So, all right. I'm going to say a name, and you tell me if that name rings a bell. Go ahead. Jay Naylor. The porn uh, artist? Yeah. Hey. Thank you. So the, the name on the fatigues that looks like it's just been taped there yep. says Jay Naylor. Do you think who <laughs> <laughs> I know people like how many times do you think you could put uh, like a, a click a random name generator? It's gotta happen. But you you have to wonder. Have you ever read Jay Naylor's uh, comic? His comic is like the two twins. It's all furry, but it's the two right. twins uh, in like the bad uh, upbringing. Like, like uh, the 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 guy, the, the the kid, the the boy. No, has to, I haven't read it. So the boy has to save. Uh, he he beats his principal with a baseball bat because he was about to rape his mom. Nope, never read that. Yeah, this is this is the Jay Naylor comic. So that boy bro grows up to join the military, and he's army guy. Jay Naylor's comic draws a lot of military furry stuff. Yep. Yeah, uh, you gotta wonder. I, I feel like this is one of those things that, like, the critic community makes it more entertaining than it actually is. Oh, this show is so bad. It's the it's the best critic show. I haven't been checking. I haven't been keeping up with the Mauler and the EPAP guys. Was this one of theirs or was no. this a different one? Um, it's it's basically everybody but Mauler, uh, but but EPAP. Okay. Just pro they probably haven't gotten into it yet. Uh, Mauler's talked about it on like. Um, Real BBC, or I think he talked about it on Friday Night Tights, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think he also talked about it on uh, The Drinker Show. Okay. I really watch EPAP because I, I can't keep up with, like, I'll watch something from Mauler and EPAP, but I don't, like, Critical Drinker or... Um, I catch shit when I can. I, I will say, though, I have seen Critical Drinker on other people's podcasts that I do follow. Yeah. So, like, I've caught him on there uh, on occasion, but... So, Director X... Uh, when when episode one came out and people were just starting to like find out about this golden goose of comedy yeah he is very active on social media director X and he started to like beg people for interviews and everybody was looking at him like do you really want this no everybody was looking at him like this is a trap <laughs> this is an absolute trap like that's a trap <laughs> um uh, you know, uh, Hill vs. Babyface? No. Okay. There's one guy, Hill vs. Babyface. He got a lot of a lot of internet fame points recently for shouting about how Starfield is, is terrible. Um, 
you know what? I am so out of the game sphere yeah. that I couldn't even tell you if that's true or not. I know that Starfield is expansive. I, I have heard from many people that Starfield is okay, but very lacking in everything. Like, it left the, the discussion sphere in weeks. Okay. Nobody cares. Like, right now, no. People still care about Skyrim more than Starfield. Well, Skyrim is... Was Skyrim also made by the same people as Starfield? Skyrim is the same engine as Starfield. I know, but, like... Yes. Well... I don't know the ins and outs. That's all I'm asking you because so, the, the the engine that's been around since Morrowind, yeah, is Todd Howard's baby, uh, the Gamebryo system. They they've like retooled Gamebryo here and there and called it different things. Mm -hmm. It's Gamebryo, yeah, and it's still Gamebryo. The same engine that ran Morrowind mm -hmm. is running Starfield, is running Skyrim. Well, Skyrim came after Morrowind, correct? Yes. Uh, well, I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah. I'm trying no, to keep Morrowind is Elder Scrolls three. Yeah. Then there's Oblivion. Mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls four. Yeah. Then Elder Scrolls five, Skyrim. Then there's the the Fallout's, which also run on Game Wait a second. Did, did 76 uh, Fallout 76 yeah. run on? How do they fuck it up so badly if they already had the engine? Oh, they just slap some shit together. The the big the big bat things yeah. in '76 are literally just Skyrim dragons. Okay, so there's like uh, there's one person I follow that's like a huge gamer, but you wouldn't realize it. It's like like it's like it's like a tertiary thing that you would know about them. Um, but he had Todd Howard on his podcast. All right. And he was asking about Elder Scrolls 7 or 6? Six? 6. And he said, it's like, dude, it's just going to be so big. Like, we're in the... You know the most popular Todd Howard meme? It's a it's Todd Howard's face and the song Sweet Little Lies. Yeah. That's the whole meme. This is, this is the, the legendary Todd Howard. Also, the legendary God Howard. Mm -hmm. This is... It, it must be amazing to live the life of Todd Howard. Because it must be like Ernest and Gromit. <laughs> it's like, I have such vision. We have such things to show you. If only we weren't shackled to this Gamebryo system that Todd Howard insists on using because the modders know how to mod it really well. All right. And they're terrified to, do, to do, use any other system or make a new one. But where does it rank in terms of, like, uh... Like all, you know, the Gamebryo engine, that, like... Like, does it... Every weird Skyrim bug you've ever seen yeah. is because of Game Rio. I'm, uh, I'm not too familiar with it, so I couldn't tell you. Like, it's like because I'm used to like really bad uh, engines, like which I can load up Skyrim today and do the intro thing where you're on the wagon, mm -hmm. and the other guy's like, "Oh, you're finally awake." Mm -hmm. There is a high chance that I will not survive that wagon ride because the engine will fuck up and send the cart hither and thither <laughs> through the air 
and I will die <laughs> before getting to the chopping block. Alright. Twelve years later, it's still no non-zero chance. It's in fact likely. Okay, alright. So what are you looking forward to? Uh, we got winter anime coming up. We have like winter anime uh, started actually. Uh, it's this current season. Uh, right now, like I said, I was watching Eminence and Shadow. Uh, I started watching Shield Hero. It's up like episode three of that. It's hit or miss. Of the new season or the original? The new, the new season. Okay. Uh, Shield Hero overall is not a high quality isekai. Mm -hmm. It's an oddly satisfying isekai. Did, well, do they uh, have actual characters, or is it just like a, a copy and paste from every other uh, fantasy isekai? <coughs> uh, it has characters, and I'm not entirely sure if I should classify them as copy paste from other things. Like, there's not the the Sudari, mm -hmm. but you probably recognize some people. Well, they're, like the qualities are there. It's just not like. Like, they actually put some effort into it. Because, like, that's usually... If I, if I can notice some effort in something, I can give it a little bit of chance. Shield Hero is... Do you guys have anything else? Uh, probably not. Shield Hero is one of those shows where... You watch it because it's kind of novel. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of novel because it came out... It came out around the time uh, Kono Super was coming yeah. out, all the other movies like that were coming out, like uh, ReZero was coming out, um, yada yada. But in Shield Hero, if you know nothing about Shield Hero, uh, four heroes get summoned to this world. And four Japanese guys, they're going to be the four cardinal heroes. And there's the sword hero, the spear hero, the bow hero, and the shield hero. And they're all hanging out after. And it's just these four 20-somethings and one high schooler who's like, you know, a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're all hanging out. And they're all talking about, like, wow, this world, it's a lot like this MMO. And another guy is like, well, no, it's not like a lot. It's not an MMO. It's like a single-player RPG. And the other guy's like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's this other thing. And the shield hero is like, I've never played any of these. And they all come to the conclude the, the, to the realization that they're not all from the same Japan. Ah, okay. <laughs> like who? They're like, all right, everybody on 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 three. Who's on the ten yen or the, the hundred yen bill? And they all say someone different. Mm -hmm. So that's somewhat interesting. They, they, they go, this is episode one. They go on. And they gotta they gotta travel separately because they can't gain XP if they're in range of each other. Mm -hmm. But they all have to get together every time there is a wave, mm -hmm. which the skies turn purple and portals open, start dropping monsters on everywhere. Uh -huh. So they have to get together. They have to travel separately, but come together to fight the, the waves when the waves happen. So they all have to get party members go, you know gain XP and the shield hero only has a shield you can't pick up a weapon other than your sacred weapon so he's only got a shield so he's like alright well, I definitely need party members mm -hmm. nobody parties with him 
Yeah, like I, uh, I never watched it, but like, I got the sense that like he gets betrayed early on. So he... yes. Okay. Episode so. one. Yep. So this one chick. Yep. Parties with him, and they go out. They have a day of like XP gaining. They fight the balloon, the monsters on the field, mm-hmm. and um, they come back. She tries to seduce him. Mm-hmm. He's like, Nah, I'm good. I, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, that's a generally bad idea. We shouldn't do that. I appreciate it. You're hot, but I'm gonna go to bed. Yep. So he does. Mm-hmm. Guards show up the next morning. Yep. To arrest him, to for for raping the princess. Yeah. Who that chick was. Yep. And she just concocts this wild sword. Also robs him. She robs him in the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Um, He's hauled in front of the king. Yep. And she's, she's crying all over the, sh- the spear hero. Everybody's like looking at him like scum. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. But I know that this bitch fucked me over. <laughs> and so the show, the, the show progresses with him just becoming more and more bitter towards people in general, yep. especially women. So it's kind of funny in that respect. It's like one of those, like, oh man, how edgy is this show going to get? Uh, it's also very sad. Oh, how much was it? I probably got 20 bucks on me. Um, I'll give you a okay. um, It's also very satisfying because it's on season three now. Let's, uh, it's, uh, some somewhere in season one. Just man, me twenty bucks. Thirteen bucks. I'll get you this money. Some more next time. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Very satisfying conclusion when he finally gets revenge on her. Don't you dare. It's also kind of like if you ever thought everybody was out to get you, everybody's literally out to get him. Yep. It's like everybody that hates him, every like thing, everything that's like put upon him is actually a conspiracy against him. Like, there is, like, the three-hero church. Yeah. There's four heroes. Yep. Um, and they just they just hate the shield hero for no reason. Mm-hmm. And he just has to be the shield hero. He, um... There, there's a couple points where he's debating whether or not, you know, if I kill myself, will I go back home or will I just die? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't execute him because... He has to, you know, go off and fight the waves. So they need him. Pull that out. You. <laughs> Thank you. No, don't do yeah, that. It's okay. You're good. Yeah, I know. I, I can't not do it though. It's like right in front of me. So, 
They need him to go off and get stronger and fight the waves. Even the other three heroes treat him like shit. He goes around and he cleans up their messes essentially. Yep. Oh yeah. He 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 doesn't get any resources. Yep. He gets really good at making medicine. Yep. And he and selling shit. He becomes a really good merchant. So he's just traveling around in a wagon, mm -hmm. selling stuff to towns. Every now and then he runs across a problem. He fixes it for them. And it's usually caused by one of the other heroes being stupid. Mm -hmm. Like there's this one where he fights a dragon. Yep. Or no no. He fights an undead zombie dragon mm -hmm. because the sword hero came through and he's like, there's a dragon, I will slay it. And he leaves the body lying around. The body rots. Yeah. The, the rotting dragon corpse creates a miasma that seeps into the, uh, the, the surrounding woodland yep. and poisons the village there. Good. So he's got he's to gotta go there, cure a plague, Yep. Fight off the, the wildlife to get to the zombie corpse, and then dispose of the zombie, the, 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 dispose of the dragon corpse, which turns into a zombie dragon. And then he fights and kills that. So when does he get that like uh, that fox that girl sidekick? Soon. He okay. purchases her. She's a slave. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, she's a raccoon. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, I, like, I knew she wasn't a fox, but she was like, like an animal's, uh, like, uh... Yeah, you got your foxes, your kitsune, mm -hmm. and you got your tanuki. She okay. is tanuki. Oh, so she's a raccoon. She's a raccoon. I said she's a raccoon. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, it's got, it's, if I was to rate it as in, in, you know, terms of writing quality, it wouldn't rank high. Yeah. But it's cute. Yep. It's kind of funny. It's endearing. It's in, yes, it's endearing. Okay, because like there's a uh... season two gets kind of dumb. Season three is hit or miss. A season two is kind of dumb, but it's also a little endear kind of endearing. It just kind of loses the plot oh, the one halfway that... through, and like shit starts happening for no reason. People get power-ups out of fucking nowhere. So the one I'm watching right now is Zombie 100. I don't know if we talked about this last time. Zombie 100, yeah. It's, I've seen the episode I've seen episode one. Yeah. I was very impressed. It has that first episode, like, high, big budget, and then the, then it drops off. Mm. But in terms of, like, being good, it's there. Because, like, there's, like, a couple episodes where it's just, like, it's, like, like, uh... It's not the way I would have handled it personally, like for taste-wise, but it wasn't bad. Okay. Uh, but in terms of like the like, we've had this discussion before about how we watch them, but like, like I'll just be watching what I have access to because I have enough things that, to watch that if I wanted to, like I. Like I'm, I'm, I'm paying for so much stuff as it is right now. Like I should be watching stuff on there more. Like I watched Kengan Ashura season three. And, that? Okay, Kengan Ashura is it's a more straightforward version of Baki, which Baki I picked Baki up. Baki the Grappler. Yeah. Okay. Which has like four seasons, like two series or like four seasons or whatever on it now in Netflix, but. Baki will like play around with like uh, the, the format. Like it, it won't be a straight tournament arc. It'll be like a battle royale or a um, 
like a rumble or uh, then it'll be like it's like a build up to a fight uh, and there's King of the Shore is a straight tournament arc it's like hey we're gonna have this ridiculous fighter versus this ridiculous fighter we're gonna go through there's gonna be a subplot here but I really hope they finish it in the fourth season because uh, I read up to the same point on the manga years ago and like it's fun because it's ridiculous uh-huh. but like there's also it's like you'll have like a professional wrestler versus a blind uh, uh, mercenary uh, you'll have uh, like these four super uh, martial artists that are they have some ancient technique that no one knows about even though it's just regular stuff but like uh, it's just like super uh, compared to everybody He's else doing the Dempsey roll yeah, exactly <laughs> uh but if, I think I've heard of Ken, King and Asura now. It, like it's it's a B, C tier anime. It's not particularly great. Like the animation on it when it's 3D isn't bad because like it, it really does capture like the freneticness of what's going on. But you kind of like the the backstory on things is just like they'll do a different animation style, which like I'm all for. But the like I said though, like like it, 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 it's. A, it was a real low point, not low point, but like a lull in the story uh-huh. that I would much rather like, uh, like have that. And, uh, dude, I'm I'm fading, so well, let's, let's zip through this then. All right, I'm also watching Spy X Family this season. I watched season one. Season one is pretty good. Yeah, it starts strong. Yep, but like the manga, they run out of ideas pretty quick. This season, every episode has been a bottle episode. Okay. It's three episodes so far. Every single one is its own little contained individual thing and filler. Okay, so the manga got that way too. Yeah. Like because it was a gag manga, and like you know what you know what made me stop reading that series? Like a, a, a year after it came out. It's making the news. It's a big hit. The author comes out and says... Why? He started it? No. He says it's a job to him. It's like... All it is is a job. Like, like when you say that out loud... No, it's, it's obvious that that's the case. And he only put it together because, like, all right, this is a popular co- topic, this is a popular topic, this is popular. Spies are popular, assassins are popular, espers are popular. It's like a spy, esper, assassin manga fuck it, I don't care anymore. And it got super popular. And he's like, oh, I'm shocked that this is super popular. Yeah. I have other things that I have poured blood, sweat, and tears into nobody fucking knows about. Yeah. This sh- this one, I shit out. It's super popular. Yep. I hate life. Yep, exactly. That's that's why I stopped reading it. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it, though. I, I read it for as long as it was good. But I don't care what the author says about it. Well, I don't know. Like, it, 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 once that news gets out there, and you're willing to put that out there, just like I, it's just it only tells me that it's not going to improve. <laughs> uh, that, that, well, the oh, the, you, have you do you do this at all? Like, do you watch old uh, video essays on YouTube about animes like that are well done in past? Sometimes I recently watched one about Welcome to the NHK. Okay, that was I, pretty good. I, I watched uh, Professor Viral or whoever. Well, I try anyway. not to watch anime people. I watch a very specific, restricted list of, of anime people. 
because a lot of them are cringe and I don't like them. I like the intersection of people that are talking philosophy uh, with anime. Like they'll talk about like depression and uh, neon genesis and Evangelion. They'll talk about uh, the Welcome to the NHK guy. Yeah, really great. Um, I, 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 I'll have to send you that one. Well, there was one dude that was talking about bleach, and he was talking about uh, bleach and um, like uh, depression and all that stuff. Dealing That's with a little weird. Well, Hueco Mundo with the Okiora. Uh, was it Okiora? Who was the guy that like was really strong of the Espadas? That uh, he was Grimjaw? the number. No, the number four guy. Grimjaw was uh, number two, Will I think. Para? Yeah, I think so. Like, so. Like having uh, the dude talk about that stuff uh, was fun uh, because it's like from seven or eight years ago these videos were made. They were kind of pretty good then. Like it was just like rediscovering and rethinking about things. Uh-huh. Uh, that that's been fun. Uh, all right, what else is on your list? So, uh, part one of season two of Mushoku Tensei okay. uh, was fantastic. All right. I really liked it. Kind of slow. Not a ton happens. And you can you can tell when a not a ton is going to start happening yeah. because they have a theme song. All right. With Mushoku Tensei. This is the third core of Mushoku Tensei. And until like episode four or five of the of season two, two yeah, uh, see, uh, season two part one, uh-huh. core three. Until like episode four or five, there's still no theme song, and it just gains a theme song mid season. Okay. And like, oh, you actually have time for a theme song now? Yep. Hmm. But it's still really good. Okay. It's just the things that happen are like, we got to get through this because this is what happens in this character's life. It's just not a lot. But there is still a lot happening. Well, is it's just a, not a lot by Mishoka Tensei standards. Well, well, is there a turning point in the story where it goes from like, uh, like, oh, I'm this guy from this other world. I'm really enjoying this thing to like, oh, I am this guy uh, in this world. and like. So Rudy is Rudy. Yep. That turning point is immediate. Okay. However, he is also still with all of the baggage that he had from his previous life. So is like in season two, is it still dealing with the baggage of his previous life, or so he deals with a good amount of baggage in season one, both parts one and two. Um. He still has baggage to deal with. However, he's gaining new baggage. Okay. That is conflicting, you know, with the way he is. Yeah. So it's not. It's a, It's less that he's dealing with his former baggage, and he's now just dealing with character flaws, generating new baggage. Okay. Um, on top of any baggage he may have had. Okay. Uh, he is a very flawed person. Okay. It's it's a great show. I'm going to watch it eventually, but not right now. Okay. Uh, quick question. Yeah? Hunter Hunter. All right. Gone. 
Is he David Copperfield in manga? I've never read or seen Hunter Hunter. Okay. Have you? The most experience I have with Hunter Hunter is Super Eye Patch Wolf and Wooly making those shit post videos. Oh, I was uh, like, I was watching Trash Taste uh, today. Uh, Trash Taste had uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf on a couple weeks ago. Cool. And they actually brought that up. Oh yeah. And it was his first video. The fact that his entire life is a sham based on a misunderstanding. Do you no, know why he started his channel? Because he was listening to Wooly talk about, uh, I am tired Pat of these. Wooly. Well, uh, it was uh, uh, Pat and Wooly. Was that uh, like super best friends or something? Yeah. Or Okay. He was listening to Pat and Wooly talk about Hunter Hunter. I think it was Pat and Wooly. Could have met him. Yeah. Could have been Matt and Wooly. I'm not entirely sure. He was listening to them talk about Hunter Hunter and how, oh, Hunter Hunter is trash, blah, 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 blah. And this is while the new Hunter Hunter was coming, well, he was currently airing. Yep. Super Eye Patch Wolf heard that and made a 45 minute video about how great the new Hunter Hunter is. Yep. They were talking about the old Hunter Hunter yep. that Super Eye Patch Wolf admits is trash. Yep. But I really they, they brought him on to the the, 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 the friend cast. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, we got Super Ride Bad Wolf in the hat, blah, 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 blah. And, and Super Ride Bad Wolf told them the story of why he started his channel. Yeah. Oh, because you guys, it was you. Yeah. You, you called Hunter Hunter trash. My first video is 45 minutes of Hunter Hunter explanations of why it's not trash. And they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, you said... You, you, you said you said it was trash. You're like, I've never seen this show. Yeah. I've seen the old Hunter Hunter, and so I was like, oh yeah, the show was trash. Wait, <laughs> my life is a lie. <laughs> oh no, I want to watch the old Hunter Hunter, <laughs> and then like when once in, uh, that story is over, just switch over to the uh, where it picks off in like the new one. You could do the same thing with JoJo, and you'll have probably the same experience. Well, I have watched all of JoJo. I haven't watched the OVAs from the 80s. That's what I'm talking about. But The OVA from the 80s, I think, goes... Uh, is it just... Uh, I think it started with Crusaders, because I know uh, jo uh, the third JoJo's in there. Yeah. I don't know. Which I, I think it was just Stardust Crusaders that they did, but I don't I, think they did the entirety of... Uh, I, I, think you're, I think you're right. But, so... Because it's... Uh, is, is it Josuke or Jotaro? Josuke. Okay. I forget if Josuke is uh, four or three. Don't 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 run around. I don't I don't know I don't know either. Okay. I've technically never seen all of JoJo. I'm caught up on the the new series. Uh, I think it's Jotaro. Okay, so uh, I'm very curious if they are going to make it JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Steel Ball Run, or they're just going to call it Steel Aren't Ball they Run. On it? They should be. Like they, they, like they finished uh, Stone Ocean a couple uh, years ago. Yeah. But like whether or not it's Studio David doing it, I don't know. Ah. Uh, Which. So so upcoming anime that I'm looking forward to. Okay. Two. Uh, one is oh I just moved something. And there we go. Um, Dungeon Meshi. By Studio Trigger. Can I just toss a coin and say whether it's going to be good or not based it's on gonna that? It's going to be good. Okay. It looks really accurate to the manga, which is good. Okay. And it's Studio Trigger, who are good. 
they're good half the time. No, they're good half the time when they're writing it. Yeah, like when they're when they're writing it and making it, like. But then, then you give it to a one, and then it turns into uh, Darling in the Pranks. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Dungeon Meshi. Look, the trailers look great. Okay. Uh, I'm really hyped to see that. The other anime I'm really hyped to see is something I never thought, but I always wished would get an anime. What? Looking up to Magical Girls. I'll look up those trailers. What next? Oh, hold on. So, looking at the Magical Girls. Yeah. Do you, I must have told you about this manga. You probably have, but I can't think of it off the top All of right, my head. All right, so this, I read the manga. I'm current on the manga. I read every chapter that comes out when it comes out. Yeah. I don't do that for much. Yeah. It is about this, it, it, it's this weird world right. where it's seemingly every character, every single human being is a woman. Yeah. And lives in Japan. Okay. Because uh, you never see a man. They don't talk about it, but you just never, you just never show up. There's yeah. no men around anywhere for some reason. And this is fine because everybody's gay. <laughs> so it's this Yuri manga. And it's, a, it, it, it's mostly a comedy. Okay. So this one girl, she really likes Magical Girls. Yep. She's this autist nerd collects the, the all the all the merchandise uh, super fan yep. for this um, magical girl group called Tremagia um, and like it's, it's just real magical girls they go they say they, they transform they save things yep. they do magical girl things this is the world she lives in she's like oh I fucking love Tremagia and she's just this little meek girl yeah uh, high school girl um and this little thing pops out and says, hey, would you like to be a magical girl? Yep. And she's like, would I? And he transforms her into a magical girl. Yeah. The villain. Oh, okay. And she looks down and is like, eh? And she's like in this like BDSM style kind of like right, villainous. I got I to gotta check out the trailer for this. That's it. Like, because I've seen, I've heard this plot point before. Yeah, However, I, probably, I probably described it to you before. Well, no, not even this. Like, like, uh, like I woke up in, uh, like, a, the, as the villainess in the in a love story. Oh, so yeah, those are those are those Otome game ones that I watch religiously that are all terrible. Yep. Um, this isn't like that. This isn't. I woke up as the villainess. Blah 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 blah. This is magical girl fangirl yeah. now has to be the villain for the magical girls Yep. and she starts to like it because uh-huh. like the uh, in the first chapter the little 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 cubie thing tells her um if you uh if you don't if you don't go along with this I'm going to post the video of your transformation on Instagram <laughs> and everybody will see your transformation uh-huh. <laughs> um, like the magic girls also instantly show up because they can detect evil. Yep. Uh, and she has to fight them. So he's like, "Hey, you got this magical riding crop. Smack that flower." Uh-huh. And she's like, "All right, smack." And it turns the big flower monster. Okay. Power Rangers to the nine. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, it fights the magical girls, and it, it, it ties them up in, in flower vines and whatnot. And he's like, and he's like, smack her butt with the crop. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I really don't want to do this. Eh. And he's like, something has awakened in me. 
<laughs> it's a great, sh it's a great manga. It's, I, I love it. It's uh, just so fucking right, weird. Would, if you guys were going to stay in chat, would you mind moving over to the bar side? The bar's up until 2. We, we are going to head out, yeah, actually. We're, we're, okay. we're pretty much done. No, you're good. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I'm looking forward to those two anime. Uh, we talked about Robin Hood. Uh, Blue Beetle had to put out a disclaimer. They didn't actually make $138 million worldwide. That was incorrect. They actually made $128, $128 million worldwide. Okay. They made $10 million less. How, how did they lose $10 million? It was incorrectly reported. I know, but, but was like that on was that on them or was that on? I don't know. Because like it's if, just funny because their budget was $104 million. So they lost several hundred million dollars. You figure that it, like it's 120, 104 for the, let's say, let's say the they, budget. Let's, let's be generous and say they only doubled it well, for the marketing. Not like normal now, which is three times. Well, truth be told, like all right, Blue Beetle suffers from a lot of like the superhero movies now, where it's like it tries to be funny when it really needs to be serious. No, we're, we're not reviewing the movie here. We're laughing at it. Yeah. <laughs> So let's be generous to say they Although, only doubled say this. it for Mark. I really hope James Gunn keeps uh, uh, Zalo Moderna as the Blue Beetle. Like uh, I've he, heard he's he's fine. He's fine. People he, like him in Cobra Kai. He's good in Cobra Kai. He was good in this. The problem is though that um, like this was like what a, a Marvel movie try, should try to be. Uh huh. Because like don't get me wrong, like there was a I've lot. Heard of, the movie is bad. It's not great. However, okay. like it actually takes steps to have like the things that you want. Like villains that are like, but it has that Marvel thing where it's like, well, the the, the bad guy is the, just the the good guy in a different suit or whatever. But all right, man, I gotta get going. I gotta get up in the morning. All right. So on that note, let's, oh. you have 30 seconds. So have you heard of Watermelon Game? Where it's, like women have to crush it in between their thighs? No, like, no, no. It's a video game where you drop fruit in a in a box. It's like kind of like Tetris, but you got to combine the fruit and they become bigger fruit. Yeah. All right, that's that's, that's the, the, the the setup. Thirty seconds. You like you drop cherries into the box. It touches another cherry, becomes a strawberry. Well, bigger. Yeah, gameplay. All right. Yeah. Why is you want to get a watermelon? It's it was super popular among streamers. You had streamers streaming it for like twelve hours straight. Everybody was playing watermelon game. Super cheap. You could only get it on Japanese Nintendo eStore. Hard to get. I tried. I failed. The, it was the most popular game. Is it coming to English? It is coming to English. However, the guy complained that people were streaming it. Okay. He, he, he complained that the most popular game of the year was gaining free publicity from everybody. The creator or the, the creator? Okay. Well, he's an idiot. He's a, an absolute retard because now nobody's playing it because he complained about it. And now he's coming out with an English version and who's going to fucking buy it? Because nobody's streaming it. On that note. Also, there's a million and one copycats now. So if anybody does stream it, they stream one of the copycats that you could just get for free. It's a browser game. That'll just teach you play. That'll teach them. So, Flash in the Pan, most popular game of the year for a week. Have a good one, guys. Good night. Night.